True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Everyone slips into thoughts of doubt or even worry. Everyone. Anyone telling you differently isn't telling you the truth. However, there are a few who have cultivated their minds in such a way that they don't allow this pattern to take them in directions that they don't want to go. When I was first learning to drive, I was taught off-road. On one occasion, it had just rained, and when it rains in the desert, it pours. So what was once a dirt road now was the muddiest path that I'd ever seen. I turned to my dad, sitting shotgun, for help, and he said two things. Steer away from those deep tire tracks ahead. Otherwise, we'll get stuck. And two, keep your foot on the accelerator to keep us moving forward. I'm not sure how old I was at the time, maybe 13, and I'd never driven on anything but dirt before. I didn't say anything, but I knew I had a job to do. But the muddy tire tracks before me were so deep, I was certain it would swallow our pickup. I tried hard not to steer into the first rut, but my steering wheel immediately jerked out of my hands like I was driving an amusement car with a singular track to follow. My dad immediately said, You're in the rut! You've got to steer us out or we'll get stuck! I immediately responded, I can't! The wheel is out of my control. Without listening to another word, he said, You've got to steer harder. I did. I took both arms and pulled as hard as I could on the right side of the wheel, and suddenly, the truck jumped out of the rut. It happened so quick, we almost hit a tree next to the right side of the road. Dad said in a more relaxed tone now, Attaboy, keep your left front tire in the middle area and your right tire in the shoulder of the road. I was doing all of this with a fair amount of speed, and Dad said, See, you did it. I was just about to grin with satisfaction when my tire suddenly slipped back into the muddy tire tracks. Dad yelled, We're in the ruts again! Get us out! I repeated the newly learned pattern in putting all my weight on the right side of the steering wheel, and sure enough, the truck jumped free from the ruts. This is important advice to get you out of any worrying ruts that you've created. It doesn't matter who caused them, or how long you've been there, or for what duration of time you've been feeling out of control. In this minute, you need to be willing to do only one thing, And that's get out of these deep ruts. Some part of you may want to tell me a story about the ruts. And in this minute, I don't want to hear it. If you're sincerely interested in getting out of the worrying rut or habit, pull hard to the right of your steering wheel, maintaining or even increasing your speed so that you can get out. There is no other way. I hope to have your full attention. There are a million things that could have you worried, and we're going to talk about a few patterns that you're likely to develop But you must know that on some level, you can stop worrying from the very start. Otherwise, you'll make the ruts deeper in your analysis. And yes, this too is a function of your worrying. My purpose is to share the three things that you're likely worrying about and give you specific tools to get yourself out of the habit. 
No, you'll be breaking some bad habits, but it's worth it. You'll find it costs nothing to get out of worrying. Certainly, you'll definitely feel the difference physically and emotionally. The key is knowing that you are free. Okay, let's begin listing the top habits and attributes of worrying. Each immediately followed up with specific directions in how to break out of the worrying trap. Number one, worrying about money. There's a 99% chance to one that if you've ever worried about anything, it's been about money. You may think that the remaining 1% don't worry about money because, well, in fact, they have it. It's a reasonable thought, but worrying doesn't stop just because you have the thing that you're worrying about. The money worrying about money trap sounds a lot like this. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't have enough money today, this week, or even this month. I have all this debt, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. I worry about money day and night, and even when I'm trying not to. A slightly different version might be this. I don't know where all this money goes. Every time I'm creating more, it's consumed by some universal vacuum cleaner. Everything I'm doing demands a lot of money, and if I don't keep it flowing, everything I've created will fall. And no matter what, I have to have it. What you've just heard is a sinkhole in worrying about money. Money isn't the problem. It's all in your head. Let me clarify that. It's all in your head that money is worry-worthy. It isn't. Worrying about money is one of the biggest distractions to living. If you're worrying about money, consider doing something about it. Start with a new mindset. I can think of a very successful lawyer and executive who never stopped worrying about money, and it cost him everything. He lost his relationship, not just with his partner, but with his kids, too. He did still have some money in the end, but unless he stops worrying and fretting about it all, it too will disappear. Already, a great deal has been lost. If you're seriously wanting to stop worrying about money, then immediately get yourself a copy of Time to Be Rich. It's an integrative tool in retraining your brain to participate with the flow of wealth. If even you're on the fringe of this category, jerk hard on the wheel to get yourself out of the muddy ruts and immediately buy the book. If you already have the book, maybe you need to continue reading and practicing until your focus isn't on money at all. Number two, worrying about time. Time and money seem to go hand in hand. Very early in Steve Jobs' life, he had money, but it was almost certain that he was worrying about time. It seems this worry became a reality because his time was cut short due to pancreatic cancer. Steve was always worrying about time. Steve was constantly competing against the clock. He pressed those who worked for him round the clock because he was at war with time. I think it's fair to say that he loved what he did and that he might have given a fair portion of his wealth to have more time. Maybe all of it. I would say... Steve worried a lot. If you're worried about time, you're not alone. You may think that you've wasted time watching too much TV or not planning what to do or what you really want to do in life. Most of us submit to the illusion of time and it ends up ruling us. Worrying about time can be seen when you travel. If you have plenty of time, then you're not driving too fast or hurriedly. If you're a billionaire, you don't need your own private plane because you're not worried about time. 
In fact, did you know that time management is how most billionaires justify the $7,000 an hour it costs to fly? Time is nothing to worry about. But I see it as the second largest expense that we have as human beings. Perhaps our worrying about time is even greater than our worry about money. How can you stop worrying about time? Be present. I know it sounds simple, and maybe because it is too simple that you might reject the solution before you, but being present is the answer because time isn't real. Everyone will find this out soon enough, even if we all have to die to embrace the concept. Time is imaginary. Being present reduces the drag on your mind and body so that you can be free in the moment. While I've never jumped off a cliff to hang glide, I can imagine taking first flight and being worried about where I'm going to land the entire time. The sensations that might be thrilling, the views incredible, and yet I'm stuck thinking how and where I'm going to land. This example demonstrates how we get sucked into not being present, trying to anticipate, or even trying to control what's coming next. You can't control time. Trying to manage it is another form of buying into the illusion of time and worrying about something that isn't real. It's truly silly. Everywhere you have to go, you'll get there. But worrying about the trip before you go, during the flight, or even after you land, is one continuous life suck. Since I haven't said this before, let me say it now. Worrying takes the marrow of life right out of your bones. I want you to see that worrying for what it is, a drain, a big, fat, energetic drain. Have you ever taken a timed examination? Did it ever occur to you that you didn't have enough time? This thought is the gateway drug to worry. There have been times I've completely choked in taking a test because I was so worried about time. How about you? Let's focus on being present. If you meditate, which is an incredible tool, try doing the meditation with a timer. The very fact that you put on a timer will remove any worrying issues that you have about time. Then, in clearing your mind of any thoughts, just focus on your breathing and let the meter of time run without you being in control of it. Three, worrying about relationships. This is an easy number three in our collective choices to worry. Just recently, my wife and I were sharing a wonderful moment with some dear, dear friends at their home in Sedona. After spending the day doing pretty much nothing, we sat outside in nature early in the evening, catching up on every topic imaginable. At one point, I set my wine glass down and said, I have to apologize to you guys. Both of our hosts stiffened in their chairs and looked at me very attentively. I said, I judged both of you when your kids were in their 30s. I remember telling Karen, how is it that you guys are so worried about your kids when they're all grown up? Our hosts both laughed and said, so you don't think we're so silly now? On the contrary, I continued, we've never been so involved with our kids. Maybe, dare I say, too much so. Our friends laughed even harder. Yes, I'm saying that I have worried about some of my relationships. Maybe you can relate to this too. There are people that worry that they won't have a personal relationship. Then there are those people who worry about how to get out of a personal relationship when it's no longer what they want. Then there's relationships that tend to be not so easy to dismiss. Perhaps you have a parent who's on the fence with his or her health. The energy consumed by you worrying about them 
is as futile as you're worrying about time or money. Again, it's just an energetic suck. The question is, how do you stop worrying about your relationships? It's actually kind of easy. Pretend you don't have one. Did I say what I said? Let me make this even easier. Let's say you're not in a relationship. Do you have to worry about a relationship that you're not in? How does being in a relationship cause you to worry? Well, here comes the answer. It comes from attachment. Being attached isn't something at all that is encouraged. Sure, I have children, but they're grown. They're grown adults. There's no need for me to worry. And if you carry this backward, there's no gain in me having worried about my kids during their teenage years. We worry in relationships because of our attachment. This attachment can be for yourself or the other person or even both parties. Imagine being in a relationship and wanting out while also worrying that no one else will want to be in a relationship with you. So, you're stuck in a cycle of worry until one day, seemingly out of the blue, your spouse walks up to you and informs you that they want out. It's what you wanted, but instead of expressing yourself, you continue worrying just about different things. This original worry is substituted for another worry that no one wants to be in a relationship with you. Then maybe you start worrying about time or even money. Pretty cool, huh? We went from one worry to worrying about our top three worries, money, time, and relationship. When you worry, you're inviting energy and manifestation in ways that you don't want. Again, how do you stop worrying about your relationships? Well, you have to stop being attached. Simple, right? It's just like worrying about time. You may have already heard the encouragement to be present, but the question is, are you? If you want to stop worrying about your relationships, you have to detach. You can't continue carrying the weight and the stress of worrying. Think of carrying 500 pounds of weights that constitute your worries. It's heavy and it's a burden. If you're wanting to create a relationship, take away any of these same weights of worry that you won't have one. Let your request of the universe be the seed that it is. Trust the process and your participation is to plant the seed of your desire. Then you will be presented with the opportunity to watch your favorite flower bloom. Worrying at large is the antithesis of your natural ability to create. Interestingly, worry is so commonplace that a great portion of the world accepts it as normal, as if there's nothing that can be done beyond dull or even numb it. If you've tried numbing yourself when you're worrying, you may have experienced a very temporal relief, but then the worry comes back and is usually heavier than ever. Can I offer a real-life example? Anthony, not his real name, flew into Phoenix from the East Coast to spend several days with me for an extended personal intensive, mostly concerning his poor health. The marijuana, alcohol, hard drugs, and especially the excessiveness of food was being used to try and cope with worry and fear. As with all addictions, and I'm speaking in this moment to the addiction of worrying, trying to cover the anguish with any of the aforementioned substances wasn't working. He knew it, but he couldn't remove himself from the ruts. Worry is a weight, a stress, and a habit, and even an addiction to which there is no end. As soon as one thing is resolved, the mind immediately goes to replace the old worry with a new worry. One worry is transferred to the other. It's quite common to have a feeling of helplessness. If we went right back to the beginning analogy of driving in the mud, pulling on the steering wheel left or right isn't enough to get you out. 
This is where the use of the accelerator is used. You need power and momentum to enable you to steer aggressively to get out of the ruts. This is the real secret to eliminating all worry. Listen carefully. You can rid yourself of any worry that you've ever had by connecting to an omnipotent power called Source. If you really connect to Source, you can't worry. Connecting to Source is the fuel that takes you forward. If you step on the gas using the energy of Source and you're willing to pull really, really hard on the wheel, you'll find that you pop out of the ruts and there's no worrying. Certainly there's more, but if you're really stuck worrying obsessively, then you've got to start here. It's a simple thing, really. Just stay connected to source and pull as hard as you can on the wheel and you'll bounce out of worrying. Right behind the habit of worry may be thoughts of fear, but this can be easily mastered in some deliberate practice. In summary of what are you worried about, the nature of your worry isn't the real problem. But let's run through the top three worries most of us employ. One, worrying about money is solved with a new mindset. If you determine to purchase the book Time to Be Rich, you'll find it's pivotal in your creating a new alignment with money. Two, worrying about time is solved in your being present. Being present can be accomplished through meditation or even putting folks' attention into doing something productive versus spinning your wheels. That is to say, not doing anything. Three, worrying about your relationships. The ones that you have, the ones that you don't, and the ones that you want to create is all done in detaching. I didn't talk much about trust, but you're going to have to trust source in detaching. Finally, if you're focused on source and you are genuinely connected, you can't be worrying. The reason is because these two energies are opposites. The energy of source is making deposits and the energy of worrying is a drain of your resources, mentally and physically. Connecting to source will enable you to calm your mind to a point that it is never allowed to become a runaway train without any kind of direction. Focus practice in your individual spiritual connection will steer you clear of any undesired thinking and emotional churning or worrying. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.